Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the free uh, agency edition. Woohoo! Make sure to hop over to Block Talk Radio backslash Her Fantasy Football and sign up for our podcast and on iTunes. If you would like to see what we are up to on other shows, make sure to hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and subscribe to us. And if that's just not enough of us, you can also chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And it has been quite the couple of days here. Crazy. Yep. Holy moly. Woo! Courtney's been officially traded to New York. <laughs> <laughs> And a crazy wife swap with Brandon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's for a first I, round pick. First round pick. Yeah, for first a first round, round child. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, some of the ones. I mean, I don't know. I just didn't see it coming. Jimmy Graham, I didn't see coming. Uh, you know, McCoy, I didn't see coming. Foles, I didn't. I mean, this is. I. I literally was. No. Almost cursing at the TV, being like, "Stop it! Just stop it! I can't absorb all of this." Some of them, I was like, "It's not April first yet. This has got to yeah. be an April's Fool joke." What do you mean you traded Fools away for Sam Bradford? That one blew my mind. Blew. I literally crazy. <laughs> mind blown. blown. I just, I didn't even. I actually had to check my phone twice because I almost dropped it because I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Mm-mm. It was kind of like um, I was at a I was at Social Media Week in New York uh, two weeks ago, and there was this great talk that was by the the guy who made Tinder, and he had everyone download Tinder the app. Now I'm married, and I get on this Tinder app to look at the UI, which is you know the, the design of the app, and I'm I'm like playing with it, and I was like, well, I'll just try to right swipe someone, and then it was like boom match, and I was like, oh my gosh, and I dropped my phone, <laughs> and I was like, that's how I felt when I saw the false thing. I was like, ah, no, ah, I'm married. Ah. <laughs> no, and, and as, you know, as you all can imagine, you know we're pretty addicted to football and fantasy football, and we have a group text between our family. It's Brandon and I's husbands, all three of us sisters, and mom and dad. And and my husband's working all day. He didn't get a chance to break, and he, he's like pulls up his phone. And there's like. 25 missed text messages and he's like did somebody die what <laughs> happened free agency is what happens well and the best part is that our dad and Courtney's husband Tim they basically just blast out these rumors that they see somewhere and it's been <laughs> such a crazy year that I have to second guess myself and I'm like shut up Tim Tebow the Browns what what and then what? I have to be like, okay, what crack are they smoking here? Like, but but it's been such a weird year that I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, what happened is, so there's all these fake accounts for Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport. So make sure that you check. There's like, um, just they 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 um did a a handle that's almost the exact same and then used the same photo. So they're specifically putting out bad rumors. So make sure to make sure that it's actually Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport when you're actually reporting these things and retweeting them because that's how we're getting all these rumors out there is because these fake accounts are telling people this so they're trying to report these fake accounts and whenever I see them I report them but 
Make sure that you check it. You You're such a role. Oh, yeah, I do. You and I mute them. I do the whole thing because I'm like, how rude. How <laughs> dare you? Tebow is not going to Houston. How could you? Sure. This is just a lie. <laughs> yeah. And we go to Twitter for real news, people. It's I true. Mean, it's a news this, this is legit. It is a news feed. It's <laughs> like how The Daily Show is legit news these days. That's exactly. right. Exactly. It is what it is. It is what it is. Adapt. Well, we will go uh, team by team and talk about all the changes in the NFL, but players that are still available, DeMarco Murray. I mean, find that man a home. It's so bananas. I can't, I don't know. He's on his way to Philly. He's on his way to Philly. He called the Philly guy and was like, or I think the GM was just like, I want to be an Eagle. That's where I want to be. That's my home. I want to play with Bradford. We, they're buddies from college and And they were roommates. Yeah. I mean, we know Chip Kelly loves college. Right. Is there a weird disconnect for anybody else with Sam Bradford and DeMarco Murray being roommates in college? Like I'm trying to imagine like board game nights between these two in the dorm room, and they're playing Settlers of Catan, right? I mean, I'm just trying to envision, because I mean, Sam Bradford's like so just like vanilla to me, and then you hear these crazy stories about Demarco Murray. I'm like, oh, I wish I was a fly on the wall in that dorm room. I know he always has like rumors, and I feel like if there was a rumor about Sam Bradford, it would be something like he doesn't do his laundry enough. Yes, like, it wouldn't yeah. be like anything yeah. scandalous. Yes. You know, I'd be like, yeah. oh. Well, okay. Like that idiot mixes whites with dirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just wouldn't be anything cool like Demarco Murray. Like I feel yeah, like no. I feel like a night on the town with Demarco Murray would be really fun, and like a night on the town with Sam Bradford would be fun for me because I'm a nerd. It'd probably be the opposite. Right. Sam Bradford would probably like right. tear it apart, and we're thinking that like <laughs> right. Murray's. That's probably He's how he gets injured up. every season. He's probably like <laughs> throwing down Potted Central. Jokes on us, guys. Yeah, big time, big time. He's like <laughs> rocking it. He's Gronk style. He's Gronk. 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 Well, and then Justin Forsett, he still hasn't been signed, and I just love his response. I'm just looking for a commitment, you know. I just want to share, you know. Oh, <laughs> I just want, I just want them to know they're invested in me, you know. It's like. <laughs> His Facebook status, you know, it's just like, oh, it's complicated right now, and I don't I'm want it to be. for the one. I'm waiting yeah. for the one. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm the right fit. That's right. He's an interesting yeah. pickup, though, so I'd be intrigued to see where he's going to land. I think a team would be very happy with him. What is um, the rumors about him? Got to, Baltimore's got to resign him. I mean, I they think... They really should. I don't understand I think, why they wouldn't. Yeah, I think they will resign him. Um... And if not, I mean, there's other teams. I just don't think that. I don't know. They gotta resign them. I think they're gonna resign them. What's That's the like, holdup though? Like, what's it's like? It's like a tease, right? It's like the, I don't want to know. I really like him. Well, they 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 want to pay low to price to market and then not get picked up so they can pay him less. Yeah. Yeah, that's all there is. <laughs> that's what the problem is with Adrian Peterson too. Well, there's Everyone's multiple problems with Adrian Peterson. Peterson. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of problems with Adrian Peterson. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> but, uh, Let's not compare yeah. Forsett with AP when it comes to problems. Certainly not. Forsett. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, no, no. But, I mean, like, this whole running back market is so messed up because everyone's just trying to drive the prices down. Yeah. And um, It could work, or it could blow up in your face. We'll see. Yeah, or you could end up with no one. Yep. Browns. 
Browns. <laughs> so sad. And Coon. Sad. Coon is a free agent. What? How can Green Bay not sign him out of just pure enjoyment of the fact that he, Yeah, I mean, come on. It's almost as synonymous as the Lambo Leap. Hearing the Coon cheers, Green Bay. It's over. It's yeah. Over I know when you think they're they're booing them and it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't think so. But I'm, no. I, you know, we're gonna get to them. We're gonna get to Green Bay, and I'm glad they got Randall Cobb back. I think they'll take him back. I think John Cook will go back. I hope um, so. Yeah. I really do. Well, we'll see. It's. I mean, we record this show Wednesday night, and we put it out Thursday morning. Um. So. If, just remember, if Murray gets picked up by then, it's not that we're behind. It's just that we record early, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's move into the, yeah, that's right. Let's move into the teams, AFC East. Well, the New England Patriots, what have they done? You know, they haven't done much. I don't know if you knew this, but they won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> yeah. They don't need to make a whole lot of moves. Yeah. yeah, I think that, um, you know, they got their main target and free safety, Devin McCourty, and uh, yeah. That was big, and uh, they lost Revis and you know a couple other guys on their defense, which is a big deal because surprisingly enough, that the New England Patriots had the same amount of fantasy points as the Seattle Seahawks defense. Everybody, so um, they're gonna have to restructure. But you know what? It's Belichick. That man has got crazy stuff, like some serious voodoo. I don't, you know, witchcraft. Seriously, witchcraft. I mean, and he doesn't like old people. If you know this, he's like, yeah. <laughs> if you, I feel like if you if you join the Patriots, you know when you hit a certain age, you're done with it's over. He doesn't invest in that. He's like, I'm not gonna put my money towards somebody that's gonna be a declining product in a couple of years. It's just right. Like understood. It's understood with Belichick. He's like, oh, you're 29. Awesome. Great. Oh, Good to know else. you. Although there is rumors <laughs> that he is courting Percy Harvin, so I don't know. Oh, he's only 26. Great. Yeah. Can you he's believe that? For the Mental case. Yeah. I feel like he's been like plaguing me for years. Years. Seriously. Patriots are a perfect place for him. <laughs> perfect. Randy Moss. And I'm happy Shane Vereen found his way out. Uh, That's really interesting. One. Yeah. Uh, good One for of my Shane. favorite moves. Yeah. Good for Shane Vereen. I'm excited for you signing um, the New York Giants. And this leaves, you know, blunt. Gray, possibly Stephen Ridley if they re-sign him. Um, still back, it's still a crowded backfield, you guys. It's still Belichick. Um, I'm not convinced until I see preseason of drafting any of them again. So, buyers beware. Still not my favorite. Nope. But and congratulations for Reva still getting paid, and he's old as dirt. I like That's that. Weird. Our girl Casey Kasem actually tweeted at us, is it bad that I'm just waiting to see who New England picks up so I know who not to draft next year? Yeah, I saw that. That's perfect. Like, it's so true, though, right? I was like, this doesn't change so anything, true, people. Casey. You're mm -mm. still not going near that backfield. No. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Buffalo Bills. Sexy Rexy, always oh, bringing so the flash. Love it. So, uh, you know, free agency basically kicked off with this crazy, straight-up trade, LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso. Now, Kiko Alonso is a great linebacker, don't get me wrong, but he's great. injury, and it's it's risky. Could be great, a little risky. LaShawn McCoy, um, 
I love he's this. He's fantastic. Movie. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I just don't understand this whole thing. But listen, they're stacked at defense, so they can get rid of Kiko Alonso, and, and you know, Rex Ryan makes every de- defense better anyway. So this right. was a great trade for them. Absolutely, McCoy finished the season with 1,319 yards, which might surprise you. It was the third most in the league. I know that everyone that owned him can't believe that, but that actually was the total, which is nuts. nuts. But the problem is, is that he only had five touchdowns. And he only had 28 receptions, which was down from 52 receptions the year before. So, so you didn't that's get not your a Sean McCoy problem. No, nope. that is a philosophy change in offensive scheme problem. Absolutely. So it wasn't a decline in his skills; it was a decline in the game plans. So the good news is that Sexy Rexy loves to run the ball. He is going to be used. He's excited to be a Bill. I'm excited for him to be there. I'm all in. He'll turn 27 in July, and everyone's talking about how he's getting older, and I, I don't, I'm sorry, 27 is still not old, even as a running back in the NFL, so I don't know what yeah. that's all about. So let people downgrade him a little bit. You can keep thinking he's awesome. Definitely a drafter, in, in my opinion. You guys think this is a good move? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bills. Let's go Bills. Oh, I, you know what, I love it. <laughs> I thought I'd offer it. Brandon bought my kids uh Sammy Watkins jerseys last year because they're huge Watkins fantasy fans. Yeah. Sammy Watkins. Watkins. They're touchdown dance and all. <laughs> and it's great. And Rex is my favorite coach of like all time, minus Gruden. And um, when he went to the Bills, I was like, bam. Like, I love it. Sorry, Jets. I'm no longer a fan, but the Bills, like, you're my number two. It's yeah, so funny, Courtney. Two. I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, every year we draw teams out of the hat who gets to report on them. And I was like, it's going to be like a bloodbath is we're all going to want the Bills. They're <laughs> yes. so freaking exciting this year. Yes. I am jazzed. I am all about them. I think it's been great moves. I love great moves. I think the defense so is going to be set. I love the LaShawn McCoy edition. I think that's love fantastic. It. Um, I think that's going to possibly up EJ Manuel's game. That's going to give him some confidence and kind of open up the game plan for him. So I am pumped. Bills, baby. Love it. So here's some insider info, though. A sneaky little signing that they did, which is actually unbelievable, was fullback Jerome Felton, who is the fullback responsible for the 2,000-plus yard season of Adrian Peterson in 2012. Rex Ryan's going to use a fullback. That's just more for LaShawn McCoy to run, run, run. It's run. a very sneaky pickup that just happened. So these are the things that you have to look for, you guys, and it's a really great sign. Also, Fred Jackson, they almost didn't bring him back. But then the fans started a Facebook group called Keep Fred Jackson in Buffalo, and the owner was going to get involved. And anyway, they're not going to ch- touch his contract. It's great. But I just wanted to say I, too, stand with the fans and love Fred Jackson, and he will never die. And I think as on as weird as it sounds, this is almost a better thing for Fred because there's always oh, been this yeah. DJ Spiller, right? Where it's kind of like, who's going to start? Who's going to have time? Where when you've got LaShawn and you've got Fred Jackson, you're going to have to have very decisive plays for each. Right. It's not going to be a who's who, who's doing what, who's the starter. This is just better for everybody in terms of knowing their roles. Absolutely. And speaking of EJ Manuel, they brought in Matt Castle. Now, I know that this is a quarterback controversy, and you know right. I hate quarterback controversies, but I think the good news is that they do need a veteran there to help mentor and to to maybe compete or be the starter straight up. But I think that this actually does give EJ Manuel a shot in a really weird way. So the good news is that they have two options of 
game managers, but if they have a running back like LaShawn McCoy and they have that awesome defense, I think this is great. They and Sammy Watkins. You can't forget they still, you know, like he's going he's gonna to be open more now because they're going to be focusing on the run, and that only is going to help, you know, the, the sophomore wide yep. receivers. So. Yep. And they got rid of Scott Chandler, but they're thinking about bringing in Charles Clay. They're working on a contract with him, and I think that could be awesome. But the Browns are supposedly interested, too, but supposedly the Bills are pushing really hard. So let's hope for that, too, for their offense. Go I Bills. Like Go Bills. Done. Miami Dolphins. So I always get to name these shows when I have to post them, and I wanted to name this The Brandon Show. <laughs> Brandon's teams has all the fun, all the fun info. And the Dolphins are pretty unexciting, quite honestly. Really, the biggest thing is Adama and Sue, right? Which is huge, but it's huge because they're already a good defense, and this adds a really um, kind of that extra spunk that they needed. Now it's also yeah. extra drama because we're just getting off the whole, you know, Jonathan Martin issue, whatnot. So, and Sue, as we all know, is suspension prone. Mm-hmm. Like, Step on people's faces. He's a competitor. This is part of what you get with him, and he adds a grittiness that I think the Dolphins' defense was lacking a little bit to kind of knock them into that top-tier defense. And leadership. Sue brings so much leadership. Yeah. Even though he's still a younger guy, I mean, he. I, I will say that is a re- Ridiculous amount of money to pay somebody. Um, He's the highest paid defensive player. <laughs> Sixty million dollars guaranteed. Is that for real? I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, um, you know that Miami needs a lot of work in a lot of areas. That's a lot of money to spend on one person. It's a lot of money but to type into one person. Certainly. I'm sure it, they have a plan. It doesn't leave a whole lot of room for growth on the offense, where they certainly need some growth. Certainly. Yeah. Um, but I think they're kind of riding what they've got, and their defense is better than their offense, so I think they're trying to shore that up. And it could mean some really interesting moves in terms of the draft. Yeah. So I think they're going to have a bit more of a draft approach when it comes to filling these roles in the offense than they are. I think they're sticking primarily defense-free agency, which makes sense with the Bryant, sorry, Bryce McCain acquisition as well. And then Jason Fox, the offensive tackle, they re-signed him. It's, it's, I mean, he's like a backup on the depth chart. It's something super great to even mention. But So not a whole lot. I'm waiting to see what they're going to do in the draft. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. So I will say... This division this yeah. year now, huh? This it is. Good, we thought the yeah. Jets would be good, right? Well, I mean, they still don't have a quarterback, but say la vie. Uh, Miami might not have an offense, but all of these guys' defenses, you know... They're legit D's. Legit, yeah. Yeah, really good. Let's get to the Jets. Well, this is going to sound really crazy, but I'm going to read you a list of fabulous moves, and they're all from the New York Jets. That's a first. That's a first time for all of this. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick came to the Jets today from the Texans in exchange for a conditional seventh-round pick in 2016. Now, they were also going for Brian Hoyer. Hoyer went to the Texans, and then Fitzpatrick came to the Jets. I actually like this, once again. Okay, so oddly enough, the offensive coordinator, Chan Gailey, was the head coach when Fitzpatrick was at Buffalo. And Fitzpatrick actually had a pretty decent run in Buffalo with no weapon, nothing supporting him whatsoever. And quietly, he had the ninth highest quarterback ranking last year. No one really talked about it. Now, he was helped by that amazing Week 13 game where he had like a perfect game. But still... 
he had a really decent season, especially considering he hadn't won the starting job completely. So he's going in and out of the as the starting quarterback and still ended up with the ninth highest quarterback ranking. Geno Smith is still going to vie for that position, and Geno Smith is just so up and down, up and down. If he got consistent and just the medium, they still could win games. I feel like oh, this yeah. is a good thing for both of them. I really think that this could work out, kind of like the Matt Castle, EJ Manuel thing. I don't well, know who it's going to be, but it's better. Fitzy so intelligent, too, that he's able to yeah. pick up new offensive, new play games. So this is really going to help, like you're saying, Geno kind of really hone in, right? Because Fitzy's just going to get it. Gino may have possibly, I'm not going to say for sure, the more the more raw talent there, but Fitzy's going to be such a great veteran leadership to help kind of hone Gino's skills here. Absolutely, and I really hope that his son does more math equations for us during press conferences. Oh, love it. Love it. So cute. Um, Brandon Marshall, That this one also blew my mind. Blew. What? Blew. Yeah. You guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I literally have all the Do you the think this is why Jay Cutler had to go on vacation? He just couldn't even handle it? Yeah. He like, literally... I lost my only friend. I lost, I lost my it. only <laughs> friend. I went to Jamaica last week for my honeymoon, and literally when I heard that Jay Cutler needed to go on vacation, I was like, oh, I've been there. Yeah. Got to get away. <laughs> Got to get away. <laughs> Got to bust out my short shorts and walk the beach because B. Marsh is gone. Do you know what's even crazier? It was for a fifth-round pick. I couldn't believe it. What do they know How that we don't know? Is his injuries like that bad? It was a no. it was a rib problem. No. No. No, he I had an ankle problem earlier in the season, but he actually went out for the season. Remember, because he had a rib that was gonna like maybe puncture his heart. It just needed to heal. I don't Literally, know. I have I no mean, idea. Me, that, that kind of trade means that like there's something up. Like I don't know. I, I my value does not go up on Marshall moving to. The Jets. I, I, I am concerned that that's what they got for Brandon Marshall. I don't. The best part of free agency is like conspiracy theory time, right? right. Oh yeah. Well, mind about. <laughs> do you think that's anything with color where they're like, we need to separate these two? I do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe there's some yeah. toxic energy there, and they're like, this is color's last chance. We need to separate him from Marshall. And if it doesn't work, we're done. I think there's a possibility of that. Listen, you know. Marshall played with Todd Bowles in 2010 uh, to, to 2011 for the Dolphins. Um, he just turned 30 in March, so he is older. But I didn't, you know, he got injured, but it didn't look like he was, you know, terrible. I, I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. He was injured a lot of the season, um, but you know, it was his first time since 2007 not going over a thousand yards. And I'll tell you what this does. It, yes, he's not going to have as many yards as he did with Cutler because certainly Geno Smith and Fitzpatrick aren't gunslingers. But it does up he and Eric Decker's stock. Eric Decker yeah. is now in the perfect position to get a thousand plus yards again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Receiver. It's just it's a great situation for the Jets. They just upgraded everything. It was just they nuts, did. nuts. And we've Chance also upgraded drama right for blowouts that are going to happen. We're going to see some fantastic sign line drama, right? Right. And you know what? They're not going to be happy, and Gina's going to get chewed out, and it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Sideline drama, and then they got rid of Percy Harvin because they got Brandon Marshall, and where is he going? The Bills. Because all they're doing is switching back and forth, really. The Jets and the Bills, it's amazing. But um, the Jets still have Chris Ivory and Bilal Powell, but Chris Johnson went to free agency and got shot in the arm in a drive-by shooting that injured him and another guy and killed someone. Oh. Did you hear about this in Orlando? No. Yes, I couldn't believe it. Nuts. 
Totally not. So good, you know, get well soon, Chris Johnson, and I'm so sorry. What the? Ugh. But anyway, what I was going to say, though, is that I think that they're going to focus on a running back at the draft. They just, I think For they sure. have, they have to. to. They I have know, to. I, I mean, There's Chris Ivory. There's good running backs out there this year, yeah. so. Also, put it in now. Jason Morrow is a tight end. Look for him as a sleeper going forward. And then, of course, in my opinion, a great signing that all of my friends freaked out about that are Jets fans, Darrell Revis, coming back home. Home. Five years, $70 million contract with $39 million guaranteed. And you know what? He deserves it. And I know that sounds crazy to say about that amount of money, but he continues to be the best. And if people have money, spend the money. Spend the money on the players you want. They have serious cap space. So, And he's and a hometown he, favorite, right? He's, he's you know... He's a hometown favorite. He's a difference maker. He only allowed 29 yards in all three playoff games with the, the New England Patriots this year. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He's nuts, you guys. He's nuts. And I understand, and everyone keeps saying, oh, you paid too much. You don't pay too much if you have the money and you want the player. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like... I, now listen, I think obviously all these players make a lot of money and this is just all ridiculous. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to market value, there's a certain thing. I, I just feel like that it, out of all of these players, he's proven it the most. I think he should be making more money than Dominic and Sue. I think there's a difference between this and the Dolphins, right? In the sense that the Jets have made big moves. They've put themselves Huge. in a position to acquire the, you know, the positions that they needed. Whereas really the Dolphins have really only acquired a Dominic and Sue. They haven't addressed any other issues. So while they, the Jets have put this money towards Revis, they've still addressed other issues, and they're more a comprehensive unit than the Dolphins at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's different in terms of that allocation of money, in terms of wise use. Yeah, I mean, luckily, Idzik didn't spend any money last year, and they were terrible. So now this year, they can get Drell Revis. I guess that's what you win. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Because they, they, I don't know how they got all these players in one free agency. I don't understand what happened. Because they got Brandon Marshall for a fifth yeah. round pick. Yeah. So insulting. So yeah. And that, I just is like, okay. oh, he like basically just like walked on the team. It was no. like, hey, I'm here. It's it's like, so st stupid. That is just so, it, I, I can't. Courtney's worth a fifth round pick. I get it. Right. This is That's crazy. Crazy. Yes, crazy. Ugh. Well, it's that it's an exciting division this this year for sure. Absolutely. AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, so boring. The Steelers have so done boring. nothing. Nothing. Like yeah. nothing. Really, the the biggest thing is when they re-signed Jason Spade, back up tight end to Heath Miller. Way to go. What they should have done is get Brandon Marshall for a fifth round pick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody should have done, done that. Everybody's like, man, if I would have known. Yeah, man. Man. Between that and the Eagles, you just want to go there and be like, what can I buy? What can I buy? Right? It makes you want to throw out any possible offer because someone apparently is going to accept it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Nuts. Oh. Yeah, that's what it's like for the Steelers. They've, they've done nothing. They've been boring. That's it. That's it. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um you know, the Bengals started off free agency by signing veteran linebacker A.J. Hawk and securing linebacker um, Ray Mataluga. Um, and that's the biggest things for them, That's and that is big. Um, they're also reportedly very interested in defensive tackle Nick uh, Fairley. So with him next to Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap, I mean, Cincinnati's nice. defense is 
draftable next year. They are winning. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, especially in the division they're in. Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, hopefully they're great again. But, I mean, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens gave up their whole team. Um, So, basically, you know, that's four games. Hopefully their defense can come on top. So, um, I love that. I just love it. And, you know, Jermaine Grisham is a free agent. So, we'll see. They Supposedly they want to re-sign him, but he is talking to a lot of other teams. Um, you know, I feel like he's proven himself to be a vulnerable red zone target. So, hopefully they get him back for Dalton to, you know, throw a few less interceptions. Maybe uh, they didn't hear that ter- tight ends are terrible. Yeah. yeah they should okay. hold on to the one they have. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they didn't I have a tight end? Yeah. Is it worth printing his last name on the back of his jersey? Yeah. Okay. Then we're keeping him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Before free agency even started, uh, the Browns decided to pick up Josh McCowan, who had been cut from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for a three-year, $14 million contract. And uh, they let Hoyer go. And... Now they're saying, and they're keeping Johnny Manziel, so don't worry, he's not going anywhere. We still have a lot to talk about. They want to pick <laughs> up at least one more quarterback. So <laughs> why, why wouldn't they, Brandon? It's only logical. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I, I mean, Josh McCown couldn't get it done with Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans, so why can't it get it done with uh, Brian Hartline and Andrew Hawkins? Yay. So that's the other pickup is that they picked up Brian Hartline, who's only 28 years old. I swear to God he's been in the league 10 years. Oh. I literally was like, I can't believe that he's only 28 years old. Well, it also doesn't help in the Dolphins' jerseys. Like, they all look like they're from 1984. You is know, so it feels like, yeah, it feels like they've all been there for years because that, you know. I feel like I've been disappointed and... for so many years by him, but I guess mm. it's only like four. Yeah, he's just... It's still yeah, a lot of years someone disappoint you. Yeah, that's true. And other than that, they might get Jordan Cameron back. They might not. And um, I just know that Jordan Cameron left willingly, so I think they'd have to offer him a lot of money for him to come back. Other than that, pretty quiet, and uh, they need a lot. Yeah. Well, the Ravens need a lot. Uh, yeah. They just gave away their whole team. Like just like gave it away. Like oh, just take all of every, just take everybody. Oh man, yeah. They need to pick up a receiver. They don't have a receiver except Steve Smith Senior, who is like two seconds away from retiring. Um, this needs to happen. Like, come on, Flacco. Like they need to give Flacco some targets. He doesn't even have a tight end. I mean, no. come on. Um, <sighs> and Justin Forsett. I, I just he's still. There. They need him back. I love Justin Forsett. Yeah. I mean, ugh. if they don't take Forsett, I think they're going to take Pierre Thomas. Um, yeah. And. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that hurts you fantasy wise, right? I mean, that's just like, how can you like make that trade in your head and think that's cool? No. Um, no. Uh, just bad. Um, and, you know. Wide receiver Torrey Smith, gone. Jacoby Jones, gone. Owen Daniels, gone. Um, so basically, um, you're not drafting anybody from the Ravens at this point because Flacco, you can't draft him because who's he going to throw to? Steve Smith is going to be double covered. 
Steve Smith Sr. is going to be double covered at this point. That's crazy talk. <laughs> crazy. And it's not even like they have that good of a draft pick. No. No. That's the craziest part. Like, why unleash your entire team when you don't even have the opportunity to really re- rebuild it? I mean, Harbaugh yeah. really just thinks I, he's got, like, this Chip Kelly attitude where it's, I can make my team with anybody as long as they're playing under me. If and so, I mean, that's what it seems like to me. I mean, they literally don't care about the Revises and the Murrays and, the, you know, the big names out there. They just, you know, bye-bye. Bye-bye, team. Even Bill Belichick is like, Darrell Revis was worth that money to win one more Super Bowl. Yeah. They paid Absolutely. him. They paid Darrell Revis. They were like, you know what? We know exactly what we need. Yeah. And it's you. It's you. But for one year, because you're too old under my Belichick clause. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what, and Revis you're got the deal with the Jets that he wanted to get with the Jets, the, you know, before. And he loves before the Jets. Leaving them. He loves the Jets. Yeah, it's so great. it's... You know. Yeah, I mean, literally, Baltimore's so screwed up, we're back on Rebus. That's what's going on. Let's move on. <laughs> AFC South, Tennessee Titans. Who? What? They still in the NFL? I know. You wouldn't think so. They really <laughs> haven't made many moves either. It's boring. It must um, be because they were a really successful season last yeah, year. It must, must be. <laughs> They're really making on that draft here, apparently. Um, some fantastic names, though. Denoris Searcy, safety. He came from the Buffalo Bills. Um, and then Bo Brinkley. Love mm-hmm. that one, too. He's a center. So we re-signed him, and he's just kind of a lawn stomper, but he apparently can play some tight end as well. So, And then we've got Harry Douglas, wide receiver. He came from the Falcons. I'm intrigued by this. Now, Jake Locker announced that he was retiring. That young age of was... 26. Did you, did you hear him? Yeah, he was just like, I don't love the game anymore. It's not fair to my next team. I thought yeah. that was kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the guy's been kind of jerked around a bit, let's be honest, right? I mean, number eight pick in the 2011 draft, they've never really fully invested him or put players around him to make anything happen. Yeah. And he's only had 30 career appearances, so I mean... And he kept getting hurt because they yeah. never got an offensive line. Never had an offensive line. We've, he, this retirement is also partially due to injuries, right? Because at some point, it, it, I agree with him, is it worth it? No one's investing in me. I'm getting hurt. You're not putting people around me. This is a dangerous sport. With that said, this has absolutely no fantasy impact to you, as nobody had Jake Locker on their fantasy team. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, I thought we should mention it. So the Titans haven't really done a whole lot. Uh, Again, I am intrigued by Harry Douglas, and they're probably going to be investing in Zach Mettenberger slash the draft. Who knows? Draft could get crazy. Um, I think it's going to be this year. I think so, too. See, like, I don't... I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anybody. Nope. I don't trust anyone. I have trust issues. Um, well, you know, I think they see Belichick got another Super Bowl, and they're like, "I, we got to do this. We got to play this game. We got to up, up the crazy. We got to up the crazy. Up the crazy. <laughs> up the crazy in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, Indianapolis Colts, they had a great team last Whoa. year. And they're gonna now they're going to have a fantastic year. 2015 Jeff Super Bowl champs, or 2016, Ooh. right? Can we call it? Can we call, call is it, it too now? early? Is it too early? <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody beware. We did call the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. It's sort of pseudo-joke. A pseudo-joke. This, one, this one's legit. I, uh, you know, they got Frank Gore yesterday. They just picked up 
Andre Johnson today. Love um, his scientists. Love it, love it, love it. So here's the deal. Frank Gore got offered basically the same contract. He ended up signing with the Colts with the Eagles. But the second Andre Johnson got cut, uh, Frank Gore called him. They went to college together and was like, Andre, who do you think has the best chance to go to the Super Bowl? He's like, what are you thinking, Frank? Bam. He's like, it's the Colts. He's like, all right. They double team down on the Colts GM and management, and they're like, this is it. This is We want to be there. We want to win the Super Bowl with you guys. And I think they have a really good chance to do it. I am super excited for the Colts next year. And I don't know. They already have Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, Dwayne Allen, drop ball, touchdown, McGee, Kobe Fleener. Fleener. <laughs> Kobe Fleener, an enigma. An enigma. <laughs> the man, the mystery. I just had to add him. And he's like, he, he, of course you do. Um, because somehow he makes huge plays and yeah. then he drops. Nothing in between. Yeah, and not only that, but they also improved their defense. They signed linebacker Trent Cole, you know, defensive tackle Kendall Langford. I mean, they've done some moves. They are going to be a huge threat. So I am super, super excited. I love Andre Johnson. I cannot imagine Andre Johnson in fantasy with only being single covered for the first time in his career. I mean, he's actually playing on a team that has weapons. This is going to be exciting. Awesome. Well, they're also in the easiest division in all of football. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like Courtney said, he's not going to be double covered, right? So this is just this could maybe be one of his best seasons ever. Until Absolutely. he plays JJ Watt. I I honestly believe it. But I mean, I I'm loving the Frank Gore piece here too, because if they don't utilize Frank Gore, I will lose my mind. I'm gonna think there's like some random like Something Frank on Gore, Frank Gore's Gore. head saying yeah. he absolutely is not allowed to have X number of touches a game. This is NFL mandated if they do not actually play him. The they number one him. question of the 2014 fantasy football season is, why not hand Frank Gore the ball? Number one question. Yeah. It was the question. weirdest thing that happened. Yeah. Didn't make 20, any sense. Yeah. The 2014 season, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, they're going to make it right over there. They're going to make it right in Indy. They're going right. to make it. Houston Texans. Well, like we just said, Andre Johnson is gone, picked up by the Colts, and I love it. Brian Hoyer, as Brandon mentioned, from Cleveland. I hope, he, I hope he does really well. I hope he does, too. I hope that he kind of gets that fresh start that I think was needed. I don't think he really got a fair... Yeah. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of like my Oakland all. Raiders. Like, I always hope that they do well. And, well, you know, yeah. you know they're... You know, stole the Raiders. Well, you know, Fitzy and his beard was straight out of the drugs. <laughs> Hoyer's still Hoyer, unfortunately. Hoyer's Hoyer. <laughs> and Hoyer's going to allegedly compete with Ryan Mallett and Tom Savage for the starting spot. Um, I don't think Savage has a shot. Maybe Mallett. But I hope they give Hoyer the real shot at this, quite honestly. I, I really hope they do. I feel like toddlers playing Candyland. <laughs> <laughs> like, does anyone really win? No, but it's no. always it's interesting, right? No. I mean, like we're all playing, it's nice. We're all I the mean, same they, they definitely they gave Hoyer more money, right? So it's 4.75 4. <laughs> guaranteed, 1.5 uh, a year, um, 5.2 in year two, whereas they re-signed Mallet for you know, two years, 7 million. Um, 
so when you add that together, it's kind of like, well, they're not really sure what's going on. Technically, it's a little bit more money up front for Hoyer. It's going to be interesting. Again, we all hate quarterback controversy. We hate it. Hate. Hate, hate, hate. Uh, Kareem Jackson, cornerback, he's resigned as well. So they haven't made a whole lot of changes either thus far, which, quite honestly, they needed some help. So these are these are the moments of free agency where you get confused. You're like, did you did you forget the deadline? Did you talk to anybody? <laughs> What, what Hello, wake here? up, pick up like, the phone. It's not just giving away. You're supposed to take two. Right? Didn't you know, need to get stop. Brandon, Brandon Marshall for a fifth-year pack? Get with it. If you didn't get Brandon Marshall for a fifth-round pick, you <laughs> lost. Loser. You, you lost. such a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Unless you're the Colts. But, yeah. True. True. You Girl, just got people for straight up free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Texans don't offer much other than defense at this point, fantasy implication-wise. We gotta uh, wait. We gotta wait and see. Let's wait and do see. it. See this draft. Jacksonville Jaguars. Let the drama continue. So Jacksonville Jaguars actually made some decent moves. I'm very impressed yes. with our little engine that could. Yep. First of all, they stole our Julius Thomas. Good. He's no longer orange Julius. He's now kind of a tealish, aqua-colored Julius. I'm okay with that. I'm okay totally with that. love the okay. uniforms. Yep. It's a big upgrade for Bortles, though. And, uh, you know, it's a big red zone target. He didn't have it. Unfortunately, they don't get to the red zone very often. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to hurt Julius Thomas. Bye-bye, Julius. No longer Julius. number three tight end. Yeah. Julius also can't block, which is also slightly problematic. It's and he's slightly. not very smart. So it, 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 that, too, is it, it's going to be a problem. But who knows? Maybe Bortles is really intelligent and he will coach him through it. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit of the blind leading the blind. But they're keeping I think Mercedes Lewis, right, Brennan? They are keeping Mercedes Lewis, and maybe he's going to mentor Julius a little bit because Julius kind of was in a weird position with the Broncos where he was like the lead guy when I think he probably needed someone else to kind of... I think Lewis will take on a Selleck role in a two tight end set, right? So yeah, I do too. Tight end sets have Lewis at the blocking and then head Julius on the other side. Right. And they have to do that. We'll stack on one side. And they have to do that because their offensive line was the worst in the league. They allowed 55 right. sacks last year, league high. It, they need to be able to do that for Blake Bortles to do anything. He can't do anything until they have an offensive line. And neither can Julius Thomas or anyone else. So um, now, to be fair, they did get the right tackle from the Dallas Cowboys, Jeremy Parnell. But the That's problem good. is Jeremy Parnell only started five regular season games, but both of the playoff games. So he was looked at as someone that was improving. They signed him to a five-year, $32 million deal. So they obviously saw something in those seven games that they really believed in, but anything is an upgrade from last year. So, And Dallas really did have a great offensive line last year, so this is this is a move in the right direction. Also, they're really big on DeMarco Murray, even though DeMarco Murray's on the way to the Eagles, but right. if they don't get him, they have their same Denard Robinson, Toby Gerhardt, Storm Johnson trio, whatever that's about. AP, and then, you know, an AP still out there, who knows? Who knows? And the thing is, they did a ton of activity for defense. They uh, they signed one, two, three, four big starters on defense in one day. So I think they're actually going in the right direction. And I think I think the Jaguars have a little spunk. They do have a little spunk. They need a good they need a good draft though. Let's be honest. They really do. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah, a couple more years maybe. Um, AFC <laughs> West, the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos have been interesting. They had such a huge free agency year last year, right? Where like they were like 
went crazy. Eagles and eagles. Yeah. They were Chip Kelly, but smart. Yeah. Yeah. Chip smart. Kelly was a little less crazy. Uh, no, duh, Chip Kelly. Yeah. Right. Whereas this year, Elway's kind of taken a bit more of a laid back approach and seen what the market's going to dictate price wise, which has been kind of interesting. So obviously, mm. we had the Peyton Manning drama. He came back. We all knew he would. He renegotiated his contract with a little bit less money, um, although he's got a pretty great bonus plan built in here. You know, two million bonus for an AFC Championship game, a two million bonus for a Super Bowl. So, and another hundred million, and then yeah, I mean, it's so you, you can't Good. feel too bad for him. And so that's great. I think you should negotiate that. You got plenty of money. Why wouldn't you? Um, Demarius Thomas, he's been franchise tagged. We all knew that was going to happen. I love that there was drama between like, ooh, will they franchise tag Demarius Thomas or Julius Thomas? And I'm like. Is Clearly. this for real? Like, is this a real question as to who right. you should franchise tag? Negotiations are still ongoing with him, but he's staying with the Broncos, which is great. Like we mentioned, Julius Thomas, he is off, he is gone, he's with the Jags now. But what the Broncos did is they picked up Owen Daniels. So Owen Daniels, this is interesting, he's basically always played with Kubiak. That has always been his coach. He knows his system. No. But with Kubiak, he can block, which is great, because that's what the big issue was with Julius. And he also is actual viable target. He's got good hands. If they just actually use him. If they yeah. use him. And he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. But, you know, we got Virgil Green as well, who's a tight end. So I actually secretly probably... like Virgil Green. I like it's Virgil Green, name. too. It's his name, guys. He's a good blocker. He is a good blocker. No, when he was in, he was a good blocker. He was a really good blocker. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Yeah, I like so blocking I think... tight ends. They have a little soft spot for me. I know I'm, I play fantasy and I shouldn't like them, but I secretly like them. Yeah, they, they really piss me off, but... <laughs> They're old school. Brent <laughs> I like them as long as you know what they are, right? That's why you don't ever pick Brent Selleck up because you're like, unless you really need a flyer and you're in desperate need and like your, your tight end's on a bye, you're like, ugh, well, maybe he'll get hit in the end zone. Maybe. Right. right. As long as you know, then it's fine. It's all good. Um, and then they also signed Steven Johnson, who's a linebacker. They re-signed him. He's going to play middle linebacker position, and this is really important because they're transitioning to the 3-4 defense. So this was a, another important piece they picked up. So should be interesting. Let's do it, Broncos. San Diego Chargers. Yeah, there's not a lot going on here, which is really terrifying because nope. they weren't very good. So Ryan Matthews is gone, and he only played six games last year, so we can't cry too hard. But that does only lead them with Danny Woodhead, who didn't play last year because yeah. of an injury. Nope. Brandon Oliver, who was great for two games until everyone realized he was small and they could just block him. And then Donald Brown, who also has injury issues and was just kind of eh. Um, now they say that they're confident with that. I say they might need to draft a running back. Something to think about. If they pick they up someone... They draft a running back years ago, back when they had Ryan Matthews. Well, it is what it is. Speaking <laughs> of, supposedly before Andre Johnson decided that he was going to go to the Colts, the Chargers were big time trying to get him. Now, that doesn't mean anything now because Andre Johnson's with the Colts. But what it does mean is that they're probably going to draft a wide receiver and start phasing out maybe Malcolm Floyd. Eddie Royal's already gone. They do have Dontrell Inman. But keep an eye on this draft. They, they have to start drafting people. But their big problem is their offensive line. They still need to approach that. They just have so many issues, and that's why I don't understand why they haven't done anything. They did get Jacob. It's probably because they really want to. They want to get everybody cheap. They have they to get everybody cheap to be able to fill all of the problem spots. You know, they can be a training for another year under Philip. He's got a couple more years left in him for sure. You know, but 
Um, they have a lot of holes. Their defense has to get better going up against Jamal Charles and the Denver Broncos. Now, they did sign Orlando Franklin from the Broncos, which is a big signing for them on the offensive Huge. line. And they also re-signed King Dunlap, which was a big offensive line re-signing. So they, they are looking at it, but it's a, it, there's just so much. They did get Jacoby Jones as well as a return guy, but he's not going to be a wide receiver. So there's no need to draft him. He's there for the return game. FYI. Yeah. F-Y-I. Chiefs. Well, they franchise tag Justin Houston, which I don't think was a surprise to anybody. That was done, like, pretty immediately, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little concerned for the offensive line. Um, issues that need to be addressed in free agency. <laughs> oh, sorry, in the draft, certainly, because uh, their center left. So and that's hugely important, <laughs> especially when you had already a struggling line. Now we got the centerpiece is gone. It, that, that's a problem. But Jeremy Macklin, wide receiver, formerly with the Eagles. He's an Andy Reid guy. This is exciting. Donnie Avery was cut. <laughs> Jason Assant still not resigned. It's Bo still Alex Smith throwing him the ball. I'm sorry. Macklin's value goes down. It, Alex it does. Smith I'm cannot not... pass the ball past 20 yards. Macklin is a breakaway receiver. I'm I'm sorry. This does Courtney, nothing this is for an me. He's not a breakaway. He works in the Z. I mean, I think well, I he think does. He... That's true. But I'm I. I think that the good news is they will get at one least touchdown. one touchdown. touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Be positive, Courtney. We're right. gonna put it in the bank. At this least is one an touchdown. for the Chiefs wide receivers. We're <laughs> guaranteeing you at least one touchdown. No one thinks he's gonna be a like pro bowler this year, right? I mean, no. we're not. But it's sad like, because Macklin has like crazy talent, you know. And Alex agree. Smith is is great at what he does. It just but do you trust Andy Reid? Growing. I do I love have, Andy Reid. I trust in Andy Reid. I feel like Andy Reid knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, Ashley. It's true. I mean, he didn't get a receiving touchdown, but you're right. He probably knows what he's doing. He does have Jamal Charles. I'm sorry. It's still Jamal Charles' show. It's still the Jamal Charles show. It will yeah, always be. They need, they need to address that line, right? Because they need to buy Alex Smith enough time to actually throw the ball. Right. As you said, Jeremy Macklin, he can go down lawn, he can do the Z pattern. He's he's a multifaceted wide receiver. So I like this because he can do whatever and they have struggling wide receivers clearly. They can't do anything. So this again is an upgrade. I agree it is a downgrade in terms of Macklin's fantasy value. You can't be expecting the kind of numbers you have seen in previous seasons. Macklin should have gone to the Chargers. That should have been his home. For fantasy value for Macklin, that would have been a win-win situation with Rivers throwing him the balls. Of, I'm willing to take a flyer on him in a later round with Macklin because I think there's potential. Oh, absolutely. His talent is sure. great. I love Macklin. Yeah. yeah, he's not like a, a number one wide receiver. But yeah. If Alex Smith not. hits the gym, he might be able to throw beyond 20 yards again. He can throw beyond it's 20 not, yards. It's not. No, he he's can't. He's the least and consistent quarterback. Gym. Yeah. It's not the gym. It's just his style of play. He's... He's a clock manager. He's a short little passer. He's a rely on my running back, and you know, I think for the next does well. The Chiefs do, have been very good since they, you know, Reed and Smith are there. So I'm yeah. not going to complain. It's just you know, yeah. I'd like to know how many bench presses he did at the combine. <laughs> my gosh, really, Brand? Do you want to know what Alex and his broad jump, jump was? I want to know what his broad jump is. Yeah. That's right. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I think so that's indicative. an indicator. 
<laughs> it's interesting. I'm just saying it's interesting nonetheless, and I'm, I I think it's yeah. a huge upgrade, and we can at least say one touchdown for the Chiefs wide receivers. Congrats, yeah. Chiefs. Congrats. Bye, Dwayne Bow. Love you. Um, Raiders. Wow. This is a team that needs and needed a lot. A lot. So they've had an exciting but not so exciting uh, offseason. They have a lot of cap space. Like a lot of cap space. They should just the rumor, throw money on the streets. I know. Like I would, if I was them, I'd be like, Murray, we'll pay you and we'll even let you wear an Eagles jersey. Um, just to be on our team, like it's fine. Like you can pretend. Like, okay, do we need to do another trade for Bradford? Is this our thing? Like, um, Marshall for fifth round pick. Yeah, they did get running back Roy Halu, which I love Halu. Um, but that doesn't really do much for your fantasy. No, no. uh, you know, still Halu and Latavius Murray at this point. Um, so we'll see. I like Uh, Murray. Latavius? Yeah. Yeah, I like Latavius too. I mean, he, he's not very smart. Um, I thought you were saying you liked DeMarco Murray. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Full statement. Oh, I like DeMarco Murray. <laughs> Way to go out. Uh, I think I like Jack Murray. Del Rio said, you know, he needs to work on his football IQ. So. Oh, God, he's such a jerk. <laughs> it's, well, you know, I'm okay. Laid it all out there. Jeez. Whatever. That's why I wanted Sue to go to the Raiders. It just seems so appropriate to me. I know. At some point, he'll be a Raider. I feel it. Oh, yeah. He's a Raider inside, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Deep down like a 1970s Raider, yeah. though. Dirty. Yeah. I'm talking like Romanowski <laughs> spitting in your face style. Oh, Raider. yeah. Even though we took Romanowski <laughs> yeah. to the Broncos. Yeah. But yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and, you know, they're running Maurice Jones Drew retired, which... Sad. Sad. Yeah. Sad. I mean, he MJD. did nothing last year. But talented player. Talented player. Me. Loves fantasy football. I can't wait to see who his first fa- fa- uh, draft pick is since he always picks himself. This is, this year is going to be crazy. I'm, I'm excited to see who he picks. It uh, doesn't look like they're interested in re-signing Darren McFadden. Um, so we'll I'm see. a little sad about that. I have ragged on Me Darren too. McFadden for seasons after season after season. And now I feel bad about it because I'm like, really? He's not he had a little it. pop last year. He always has a pop. That's why everybody gets yeah. excited about him. And it's like one singular pop. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe he didn't do anything after that. And I'm like, it's not right. what he does. I know. I'm already I know. being not a Raider anymore. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders did pick up a few people on defense, which is good because they're going up against some pretty tough teams on a regular basis. So this is good. This is good. NFC East, the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. I love that someone just put their mic on on uh, mute. It was you, Courtney. I, I say this because actually you were coughing, but I thought it was because oh, it's Brandon's show again. Um, <laughs> so uh, where do we begin? So first, they re-signed Mark Sanchez because priorities. And um, <laughs> get it done. Get it done. Now, to be fair, it was backup money, and he did do a good job as a backup quarterback, so it is what it is. But that is the first thing they did, just to be fair. Then they traded their he star running back. He has to be back. the most delightful person known to man, Mark Sanchez. Isn't he just delightful? Because he has the last personality to... to be able to play for Chip Kelly, though. But the fact that we just sign him, that's the first thing that you do, is sign your backup quarterback and make sure you get that deal done. He's just got to literally be the most affable man in the NFL. I tell you what. 
He does get coaches that love him. I mean, like Rex Ryan would have died for him. Kelly clearly is like, we got to sign this guy. I don't know what the deal is with him. He must be just. (laughs) I'll figure I'll run it back out later. Yeah, the other stuff. I mean, the O line, whatever. But my backup quarterback, get it done. So that happened first. (laughs) Then they traded their star running back, Lashawn McCoy to the Bills for Kiko Alonso, who's a linebacker. He's fantastic, but injury-prone. And, of course, let me guess, Oregon Duck. Then he let Macklin walk. Now, to be fair, they did offer Macklin $9 million a year. He wanted $11 million. Andy Reid said, okay, I'll give you $11 million. So let's not act like they didn't want Jeremy Macklin. They did want Jeremy Macklin. They just didn't want to pay the price for Jeremy Macklin. So that happened. Then they traded Nick Foles for Sam Bradford, and they lost me. This is where you blow my mind. Not only because you actually traded Nick Foles for Sam Bradford, but you traded Nick Foles and this year's fourth-round draft pick and a conditional second-round draft pick for 2016 to the Rams for Sam Bradford and their 2015 Fifth round draft pick. That's right. They gave more draft picks with Nick Foles than they received with Sam Bradford. I can't play football <laughs> for a whole season. Does this so Nick guy... Foles has to be the least affable man <laughs> in the NFL. Does this, does, this, does this make any sense? No, it doesn't compute. So crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. It's like I I literally I was with him. I was like, okay. Okay, so maybe you think you have Darren Sproles, LaShawn McCoy's too similar. Okay, you can get another running back for a discount. Okay, I could go with that. Mark Sanchez, you signed whatever. But this trade, you lost me. You totally lost me. I don't even know what else to say. And and you know what? Listen, he had a disappointing season last year, Nick Foles. He made 11 interceptions. I get it. And then he ended it with an injury. But he's one season away from 27 touchdowns to two interceptions. I'd like to point out, though, Brandon, at least he played. Exactly. Sam Bradford hasn't played a you game. You don't have stats for him. Sam Bradford didn't play all of 2014 due to a second <laughs> torn ACL. Second. second. He's gone 18-30-1 and one as a starter. I don't dislike Sam Bradford. In fact, remember when he got hurt, all of us were like, this all is All of us sad. were like, it's hard His career is this heartbreaking. And then he goes to the Eagles no. to be the starter? It's, it's totally crazy. Anyway, they signed Ryan Matthews as well, which is also crazy because, once again, injury prone. He did play all 16 games in 2013, but in 2014, he only played six games all season. Right. It's crazy. Crazy. I, I don't even... I, I, and then, you know, the good news is that they did sign two cornerbacks, Byron Maxwell from Seattle and then Walter Thurman III, who's from the Giants en route from Seattle. And at least that makes some sense. Other than that, they only have Jordan Matthews. I literally would not draft anyone else on this team for fantasy. Would you? <laughs> no. no. Literally, would you draft anyone on this team? It's crazy. No, I mean, it's I really... Risky. No. Nick Foles just changed the game for St. Louis. And I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The Rams are going to win a Super Bowl before the Eagles see one with those two quarterbacks playing against each other. If Brad, if Bradford can even manage to, like, stay alive for the next year for football. I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Nick Foles has got some crazy talent. He is, you know, just a special player. You can see it when he plays, you know. 
The ceiling's um, a lot higher for Nick Foles than Bradford. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if the Rams receivers can stay healthy, you know, then you've really got a potential special situation in your hands. Yep. Again, I don't I, listen, I don't think the Rams but yeah. I don't think the Rams receivers are very good. And I think unfortunately this is a downgrade for Nick Foles as well. But I think for the Eagles, I don't even know. I mean, of course they signed Mark Sanchez first because they were like, "Oh dear god, we're getting Sam Bradford." Like literally. Yeah. But again, Mark Sanchez is going to be starting for the the Eagles. The, the, at some point, right? Like we have to accept <laughs> that that Mark Sanchez will be the starter for the Eagles at some point. Uh, it blows <laughs> my oh, I love mind. It. I know I love it. I was I was talking today, um, and I was like, Chip Kelly is on drugs. He is on drugs, and I want some of them because you know what? He's pumped. He's yeah, jazzed. He's in a happy place. He's unapologetic. He's like yeah. what? No, the buildings are falling down all around him, and he's like, oh, like, yeah. paradise. Yeah, he's just amazing. arrogant. He's either the smartest man in football or, cl- like... Or he just completely just got back, himself back kicked crazy. out of the NFL. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he he's have a hard really time arrogant. a job. He I think thinks he is that too. his system is more important than the players and that he can do it without stars. And once again, even Bill Belichick did get Darrell Revis to get a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, difference makers are difference makers. Now, and they have yes, Tom Brady. And they have stars on the team. The guy yeah, Brad, they, they have Rob Brady. They have, yeah, that, yeah, they have. Rob Gronkowski. Right, they they right. do have star players. Yeah. You don't get to just do it with all B guys. No. No, I'm a big believer in team. I'm a big believer in systems. Sure, I am. Sure, sure, but you yeah, still right. have to have those moneymaker players, A, for the potential threat for a defense, right, where they can hone in on somebody. At this point, they're just like, well, who gives a crap? I'm just going to, like, we're going to run our defense. We'll be able to stop them because they're all B players. If you have <laughs> nobody like... on there that is legit, that is a legit threat, it, it doesn't throw <laughs> a defense off at all. Like, this is so confusing to me. Like, I don't it's well, just it's like man to man. So even if they get DeMarco Murray, right? Uh, he had such a crazy year last year running nonstop that, you know, he is going to be injury prone. He might not get injured. It, he might have another fantastic year. Not as fantastic because Dallas's offensive line is amazing, but he could get hurt. Bradford could go down. You have Ray Matthews who could go down, you know. And Sanchez it, isn't exactly durable. <laughs> no, the whole the whole thing makes no sense. It's, it's a dominoes. It's, it's just gonna go. You know, whatever. I bless your heart, Chip Kelly. Hopefully, you know what you're doing because I can't figure it I'm out. I'm a Chip Kelly supporter. I know you I are. I actually you love are. his are. system. I love his system. I just think it operates best with great players. And I'm not saying that these players, obviously everyone that we're talking about who is still on the Eagles are professional athletes. I'm not saying that they're bad. I don't think that they're crappy. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that every once in a while you need to have that special level of athlete in one position to, (laughs) as you said, draw the defense. Draw the defense. Draw attention. Make the game plan different so that you can, you know, utilize the game plan in a way that that best suits you as a team. But they don't have one of those guys right now. They don't have even one guy that people are like, whoa, he's scary good. They're like, oh, they play professional sports. Potentially Murray. Potentially Murray if he does come on. But then again, here's what I question. He's got such a fast offense, right? And you're throwing in Bradford, 
who hasn't been on the field in years, who's injury prone, along with Mark Sanchez, who isn't exactly like super quick on the uptake. I mean, you you aren't putting the players in position for your hypothetical system here. Well, and supposedly he wants a mobile quarterback, and Sam Bradford's the opposite of mobile. You yeah, know what I hope I hope they he goes real crazy and like doubles up on his, his pills and actually get somebody from the uh, veteran combine, maybe a little Tim Tebow action, maybe a little Vince Young, right? Why not? Why I not? Can't with you. We have to go into the Cowboys with that crazy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's done. It. Tebow's Cowboys it. franchise <laughs> go crazy. Go crazy. Uh which I'm happy they finally got that done. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they also goodness. secured their offensive line by re-signing, you know, T-Doug free. Um, yeah, they may have lost to Marco Murray. We don't know yet. It's still possible. He did go to the basketball game with the head coach so um, two days ago, so it, it, they might still re-sign him. But it doesn't matter. They have kept all of their key players in place on that offense to make anybody successful in that backfield. Um so I don't care if they don't get Murray back. I'd love Murray back, but if they don't, I see CJ Spiller or Forsett going to the Cowboys and tearing it up. Regardless of who the running back is, their fantasy value is there because they have a great offensive line. They've got Des Bryant to pull it out. They got Tony Romo if he can stay stable. Um, it's great. Uh, All as long as this wasn't like a one-year system, right, where they actually ran their back. No, I yeah, I I think that they, they stick built their with offensive it. line, and they could have done. They did it last year. You know, they were able to give their running back a fighting chance, and I think that I think it'll be the same. I think you know, I like it. Tell you, yeah, if Spiller goes there, I'm on I'm on board. Um, so yeah, I think you know they obviously need some um, help in the defense area, and. Um, they can get that together. Cowboys too. I think you know they've just kept their kept it together nicely. They're not going to crazy town in Dallas, which is weird to say, but it's nice. It's nice to see them. Uh, oh, Washington Redskins. <laughs> well, they've picked up some defensive players in uh, Ricky Jean-Francois, Stephen Paya, and Trent Rob- sorry, Trenton Robinson because clearly they don't need to address the offense at all. No, they have RG3. They're fine. They're good. They're good. All we need to do is just tweak the defense a bit and we're back in business. No? No. No, <laughs> Redskins. No. I don't Crazy. Open flames. And then, you you know, pending is Brian no. Arakpo. Who's like arguably like one of their best defensive players? Don't sign him. No, no, crazy. Another big news: Kai Forbath, the kicker, guys, restricted free agent. That just make and break the team. Colt McCoy pending. But with <laughs> again, sad news. Uh, they lost Roy Hallou. Again, huge impact. I'm so confused why they're not doing anything. But what is interesting here is that there is talk that they're going to go for Marcus Mariota. This is the talk. So then we're back in the quarterback drama, <laughs> which is the Washington Redskins. So good. I kind of hope they do it. I hope they do it. Again, we haven't addressed any issues here in terms of what they're going to do with the receiving core. We haven't tied anything up with our offensive line. We haven't tied anything up in our quarterback position. We're yeah. addressing defense. First thing first. Sign your backup quarterback, Mark Sanchez. Address your defense. Fully <laughs> offensive team. 
First move. First move. It's, it's crazy. They did also re-sign Niles Paul. Uh, so there's that. Again, zero fantasy impact for you. But I will be intrigued. I mean, do you guys think the Mariota is going to be an actual legit situation here? Do you think he could drop to five? That is where the Redskins pick is, is five. I it's love Mariota. I am a huge Oregon fan. We are an Oregon family in our house, and I love him. He's a good guy. He is a real athlete. He is amazing on the field. He's a great leader. Um, I'm totally into him. I hope that he comes out and just blows people away in the NFL because I think, you know, he, he's a good enough guy to do that. So I'm I'm all about him. I'm concerned uh, he's never been behind center. That's my one concern. Yeah, but I, he's just, he's a really good athlete. I don't know. I mean, I look at RG3. I mean, I it's not much competition going to the Redskins. I just feel like, you know, it's a nice spot for him. That's... I'll be intrigued to see if he drops to five. And if he does drop to five, I think they should absolutely pick him up. And I feel like they're trying to bank on that which would obviously be the only reason they haven't signed Colt McCoy yet. <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't their first it's, move. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, they obviously don't have the genius Chip Kelly working for them. Right, right. What I do like about this is that I think it's an interesting move on Gruden's part because I, I think Gruden is a no BS kind of guy, right? That is Gruden. And I think the locker room drama, he's not on board. That, he's, I think so. I could definitely see them... Eliminate not well, not eliminating. Cause the problem is, even if they do go Mariota, you still got RG three in the locker room causing toxic drama. So I'm not yeah, entirely press, sure. Press conferences. And you have to start him. Like you can't draft Mariota and not start him right away when you've got RG three in the mix, which again is just a nightmare. Yeah. So again, you should draft nobody from the Redskins on your fantasy <laughs> team. Here. Yeah, I was say, is there any fantasy implication, or do we ignore them? We ignore <laughs> I'm them. ignoring. I think the whole team. Ignore the entire Based team. on your analysis, <laughs> it sounds like... Yeah. I mean, you can't even uh, pick your kind of bath anymore. I mean, it's crazy. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Giants. Uh, the Giants Very moved quickly exciting. to sign running back Shane Vereen from the Super Bowl champion Patriots. Vereen! Um, I've always liked Vereen. I thought he was the man in, in Patriot, the Patriot world. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that they didn't use him enough. A man can catch balls. He can run. He's he's all around great player. Um, you know they still have Rashad Jennings, Andre Williams. You know, it's just it's good. It's just it looks really good for them. Victor Cruz is still rehabbing, um, and he's going to come back and uh, just be that one-two punch with Mr. Beckham. I'm Odell Beckham. I would just. I'm excited for it. the Giants. I love Coughlin. It's awesome. They also signed former Cowboy receiver D. Wayne Harris, which he's more of a special teams guy, which is wonderful as well. They they need help on that, so I'm into it. You know, they really don't – the Giants don't have much cap space left, so we're basically yeah. seeing everything we're going to see from the Giants. <laughs> um, that's okay. I think it's good. I think they've got a great team. So I think I'm getting Shane Vereen was a big bang for their buck. Absolutely. I, agree. I, I, I agree. like this pickup. Me too. NFC North Packers. 
Speaking of bang for your buck, Randall Cobb re-signed to a four-year, $40 million contract worth every penny put in the bank. 1,000-plus yards a season for him and Jordy Nelson again. It would have felt wrong if he wasn't a Packer, right? It would just... be wrong. And Aaron Rodgers is such a happy man. They got yeah. rid of Jarrett Boykin, so you can also put it in pen that Devontae Adams is the number three wide receiver. Yeah. And they re-signed right tackle Brian Balaga. So at the end of the day... That's all the Green Bay wants to do because they're awesome and they just want to continue being so. Love it. Lions. Yeah, the Lions haven't done a whole lot either. I mean, obviously got rid of Demonic and Sue, which is huge, but they got Nagata. So they're really happy with this pickup. And I actually think, I it's, I think it's a fantastic pickup for them. They really haven't done much. So they don't really need to tweak much. They're one of those teams that's just kind of like swap one player in, one player out, and it might be the, the difference maker, right? It like might be what it needs to be. So I really like this move. I think maybe it's good to have a, a different kind of energy in the locker room or a different energy on the field. I think they were kind of sick and tired of um, not being able to count on him in, in a defensive manner, and Nagata's going to be a much better option here. So I really like it. You've got Nick Fairley, like she was saying, Courtney was saying, is pending, so he's going to be gone. That could affect the defense. You know, Cassius Vaughn, Reggie Bush was cut, which is fantastic fantasy-wise in terms yeah. of we might finally not have a running back by committee situation in Detroit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, I'm really into this. I like that move a lot, a lot as well. So, you know, They've made just enough moves that they need to make those small little tweaks while keeping their team intact. So, as always, Detroit Lions are a fantasy viable team for you. Woohoo, Vikings. Um, they've been pretty quiet during these free agency few days. Uh, day two, first move was to sign their backup quarterback, Sean Hill, um, which is good. And I, this, I, this I do encourage because... I agree. Sean Hill is very educated in football. He knows his business. He has been in several offenses and perfect be nothing, but yeah, I mean, awesome for Teddy Bridgewater, you know, to to listen to. I I'm totally into this. This is good, good, good. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson's really the biggest talk. Yeah, he hasn't publicly came out and said I want to be traded or released, but I mean, he does. <laughs> so uh, I, I Minnesota wants him back. They want him. They, you know, have yet to give up on him and they're still talking a lot. So it's yeah. you know, I think it's it's, it's gonna be another domino scene. I think once Murray gets signed, it's gonna just go boom, 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 boom. The running backs are all gonna be taken off the board real fast. And um, you know, AP's probably gonna be one of those. So we'll see. Chicago Bears. The new GM, Ryan Pace, just announced today that the team will, quote, move forward with Jay Cutler. So hide your kids. endorsement. Hide your wife and hide (laughs) your husbands, too. (laughs) That's what I got to say about that. And with Brandon Marshall out of town, that means Alshon Jeffrey is obviously the number one, which means Marcus Wilson will probably be the number two slash the most overrated fantasy football wide receiver of the 2015 season. <laughs> um, well, and Eddie Royal just signed as a bear. Eddie Royal, exactly. Now, normally I would say yawn Eddie Royal. But to be fair... <laughs> His rookie season with Jay Cutler was his best by far. We had 91 catches yeah. for 980 yards and five touchdowns. Almost 1,000 yards with Jay Cutler. Now, and also, that was also with offensive coordinator Adam Gacy. So, 
in Denver, 2009-2010 seasons. So, I mean... I like this move. It's potential. It does potential. I'm not jumping, but Eddie Rolls is one of those guys you can get for borderline free at the end of your draft this year, yeah. and I would I would do that for the value of where you can get him. That's I think it's fantastic. I think especially Eddie because Royal's Marcus Wilson will be that. way overrated as a sleeper, and you'll have to get him in like the fourth round or something stupid. Don't do that. But I would get Eddie Royal in like the twelfth or fourteenth round. Yeah. That's what I would rather do. Um, they did snag uh, outside linebacker Pernell McPhee, but it's hard to get excited about that because they need so much on defense. This isn't even a dent. No, it's not. Yeah. NFC South Carolina Panthers, they did not take much from other teams. They spent most of their time re-signing their guys, which I am totally into. Greg Olson got a three-year contract extension. Love him. Yep. To me, he is the number three tight end in the league. Mr. Consistent. I put him number two. That's true. Jimmy Graham is to the Seattle Seahawks, so I mean they don't even throw the ball. So that's true. (laughs) This is true. Uh, It's debatable for sure. Yeah, they still have to work on their offensive line and staying healthy. They don't have a running back. But Gronk and his kitten are number one. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. He's now the most popular man in America. That was our tweet the other day. Only tight end in the NFL at this point. Um, So it's good. It's good. Greg Hardy is not uh, on the Carolinas' radar, and I don't think he's going to anybody else right now either. So way to stay away from criminals, people. I'm into it. Thank you. I'm a little surprised by that one. Are you not? Like Rivera, there seem to be like boys. Like he liked him. I know you yeah. like Rivera. Yeah, I do love Rivera. But, yeah, I think he likes his team and he stays with his team. He's a team guy, and he sticks up for everybody on his team regardless. But I think once it all started hitting the fan, I think he was just like, eh, you know, he's no longer part of the team. He's now he made himself him, and it's not team. Uh, so D'Angelo Williams is out. That leaves Jonathan Stewart. Woo! It's awesome. Pumped. <laughs> Pumped. He hasn't played a full season since 2011, FYI. Pumped. Pumped. It's getting crazy. Getting crazy. Saints, they have one good player. Uh, Do they? No. no. Actually, I actually don't hate the Saints right now. I know. Okay, so here's the deal. Jimmy Graham is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This hurts to Breeze, obviously, no doubt. And Breeze knows it. In fact, he tweeted out a picture of his son wearing a Jimmy Graham Oh my God! With no words, <laughs> just awkward. I was like, subtle, Drew Brees. Subtle. subtle. Um, also, the cutest, saddest video of the seven-year-old girl crying. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Graham laughed. She was like, she it couldn't keep her. She couldn't make, keep her together. So good. It's a bad idea. And I was like, I hear you, girl. I hear you. Um, but they made yeah. a very decisive choice. They're like, are we gonna, are we going Brees or are we going Graham? They chose Breeze. Listen, in good news, they traded Graham for a fourth-round draft pick and the two-time Pro Bowl center backs Unger. They decided that they wanted to upgrade their offensive line. That's what they decided because they have a 36-year-old Drew Breeze throwing the football. And Jimmy Graham does not block. He just doesn't do it. How much so, does how much does that guy feel like a bad mother effer that he basically is almost in a straight-up 
portrayed oh, as a setter with Jimmy Graham. They're seriously, oh, like I, I was parts of offensive line. I I, I, I was watching the NFL Network, and one of the announcers who also is an offensive lineman was like, "Man, I would feel like the baddest mofo <laughs> in the NFL." <laughs> If, if I got traded straight up for Jimmy Graham and the guy's like, well, and a blah, 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 draft pick, he's like, no, no, that's just whatever. That's whatever. I got exactly. traded for Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Graham. Like straight right. up as a center. What? Hall of Famer Jimmy Graham, straight up. He like he's Hall of Famer free agency. Throw that guy that a party. wanted free agency. Woo. He's Max the biggest winner. Unger. <laughs> Write down that name. Uh, yeah, so very impressive this center. Um, but listen, they 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 supposedly traded Jimmy Graham away for to build up their defense too. And frankly, Jimmy Graham took some games off, and he wasn't all that great last year. He was very consistent. He had these big drops out of nowhere, and they just decided they were cleaning house. It's crazy. So no one is safe. But you know who is safe? Mark Ingram signed to a four-year, $16 million deal with $7.6 million guaranteed. What does this mean? Perhaps the Saints will become a single running back team. We may tell oh, you you can on. draft a Saint. Maybe, unless they also get C.J. Spiller, who's supposedly on a plane to go see them now. That then is my all nightmare. Bets are off. That is my nightmare. Total nightmare. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what they're doing, and they're looking to build up their defense in the draft. Reggie Bush is going home. You think so? You think, think Bush is going to go there too? There's I don't talk, know. Bush, talk is, of Bush. Bush is flying to the, the 49ers but, right now, but I heard that there's rumors about him going home to the Saints too. So, Stay away from my Mark Ingram. I wanted Mark Ingram. I just say everybody go to the Eagles. You know, just <laughs> all the running backs, just go there together, you guys. You guys um, can create your own offensive Baltimore line. doesn't I, have any running backs. Why doesn't someone go there? <laughs> They have zero running backs. Yeah, no need. No need. No? We're all going to buck up together. <laughs> yeah. It'd be roommates again in Philly. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, well. Falcons. We'll keep this one short just to speed things up. They haven't really done much. They yeah. did sign Anton Smith again. Some super jazz. They signed him for the five times he'll touch the ball this season. And for 100 yards each time. Each time. I mean, it's... Hopefully this means they're actually doing a little bit more with them. I don't know. And in the year of making sure we sign backup quarterbacks, TJ Yates was re-signed by the Falcons. So keeping it consistent with our backups. Uh, Matt Bryant, he's pending. He is gone. And this is concerned because Matt Bryant was one of the more consistent players on the Falcons team last year as a kicker. So Jack Wiz Rogers, he is also pending. So again, this is an interesting situation in terms of what are they going to do running back-wise. Maybe this is a good push to say that Anton Smith may get a few more touches. Uh, don't don't reach for him. This he's he's a low, low, low round pick. You could probably not even draft him and get him later, but it's gonna be an interesting move as far as how they do that. So to move on to Bucks. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Again, they've a lot of uh, defensive moves. They signed two defensive ends, two cornerbacks, a linebacker, a strong safety. Um, none of which are really worth mentioning. The only really exciting news is that Josh McCown was cut and he went to the Browns, as we already talked about. And then Bobby Rainey is a restricted free agent with the running backs. So not that he was super fantasy relevant, but again, they had that weird kind of running back by committee situation there. So some of these teams may be kind of straying away from the committee situation, which I think is good for everybody fantasy-wise. So who's the quarterback for Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They're the first-round pick. It's going to be Jameis Winston. Allegedly. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which will make them one of the Woo! more entertaining teams to watch next year in terms Woo! of complete implosion. Or hateful. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Stay away from yeah. all of them fantasy-wise as well. <laughs> yeah. All of them. They're bad. All of them. NFC West, Arizona Cardinals. Well, you know, they, they're they a pretty good team. You know, they're a pretty darn good team. <laughs> they uh, did add line, um, lineman Mike Lupati, um, which is huge for the offensive line. <laughs> Um, they have a lot of cap space on their team, which makes me think APAPAP is going to the Cardinals. Um, really? Yeah, I think he is. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think they released Ooh. Darnell Dockett to really free up more money to get AP. Um, that's my opinion. But who knows? They Spiller, Forsett, Murray, they're all still available at this moment. Um, and it doesn't matter. Whoever is going to be playing that running back position, if it's still Ellington, it's a great offensive line now. Like, it's really good. So I I think it's a really good pick for your running back situation, whoever it is. Um, I love me some Cardinals. So I'm all about them. But no no huge moves yet. I think they're waiting for Minnesota to make a move on uh, AP. So we'll see. Seattle Seahawks. Well, the only big move is the biggest move, which was after got <laughs> Jimmy Graham. Uh, so this is a huge downgrade for Jimmy Graham because they don't throw the ball. It's a huge upgrade for Russell Wilson because he now has a red zone target and one that probably won't let a defensive guy get in front of him in a one-yard slant like in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I digress. They have too soon. Too soon. I feel like the Seahawks have completely given up and say we don't care about the wide receiver position. We're just gonna run two tight end sets all day long with Jimmy Graham and Luke Wilson and run Marshawn Lynch up and down the field. Yeah, but they have a big problem because they lost their stellar Pro Bowl center in this yep. trade, and they also lost a left guard, and Jimmy Graham doesn't block. Which is incredibly important for the fact that Russell Wilson is a short-term play-action quarterback. So yeah. the fact that you don't have that is hugely impactful. I, they're going to have to figure that out. You've got to assume that Luke Wilson can block enough that they thought they was Luke willing Wilson, to bring. Luke Wilson, I think, is a, is a good yeah. blocking tight end. Yeah. And right. we're talking Pete Carroll here, people. I think he's got it worked out. Yeah. I think that overall, in a football perspective, uh, Seattle is more dangerous. I, I think that they will rebuild okay. their offensive line, and I think they will be just fine. I think they are more dangerous, which is crazy since they've been in the Super Bowl back-to-back -back years. But I think, uh, I mean... They must feel that they have enough depth. Uh, in their offensive line, and they must have people in the draft that they want to target they for them to, to be confident enough to have a tight end who doesn't block based on yeah. the, the way that they run their offense. So I have to believe in that. I, I haven't looked, you know, I don't really know who their backup center is to be, you know, like Frank, and I don't know their, like, play, but I will say that, th that those are two big losses. So, um, I, listen, it doesn't change anything. They're still going to run the heck out of the ball with Rashawn Lynch. Yeah. They're still going to have a running quarterback in Russell Wilson. That's who he is. So um, the only big downgrade is Jimmy Graham. He becomes like a Greg Olson, Martellus Bennett, 
level tight end. Sad. Interesting. Sad. Like I wouldn't draft him over those guys, and I certainly wouldn't take him early in the draft. Yeah, he definitely should not go as early as he has been going. You guys definitely no. realize who what team he's playing for now. Uh, St. Louis Rams. Well, we kind of already touched on really the only big, big thing with the Rams, which yeah. was obviously the Nick Foles and Bradford trade. Congratulations, uh, Rams. Yeah. yeah. Go Rams. No, go Rams. Go Rams. So it's... Brian Conroy talked about the fact they got the fourth round pick in 2015, a second round pick in 2016. Um, and what's interesting, though, is that they kind of have uh, kind of a conditional of additional picks based on number of snaps and whatnot. So that will also be interesting. Um, but yeah, I just love that Kenny Brett, they're looking to possibly resign. Again, I have never been a huge proponent of any Rams wide receiver of any nature, but they do have some long ball threats, which actually works rather nicely into Nick Foles' game plan. So I like the strengths there. It's whether they can actually pull it together. Their Jake Long, who's one of their office tackles, he's gone. That's actually a really big loss for them. So that doesn't help their possible line issues, and they have line issues. If you watch any of their running games, they have serious, serious offensive line issues. Yeah. You're not be targeting offensive linemen in the draft, certainly. Um, and luckily, there's this good depth with offensive linemen. So that's good this year. And again, they lost Sean Hill, like Courtney said. So we won't beat down the Sam Bradford full trade, but go Foles, baby. They definitely won on that one. They won for sure. Yeah. You know who's kind of losing is the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> yeah, in life. A lot. So they lost Frank Gore, so now it's Carlos Hyde. I don't hate Carlos Hyde, actually. 83 carries, 33 yards, four touchdowns last year. Not exciting, but he was behind Frank Gore, so I think that's kind of awesome. Rumors that Colin Kaepernick was going to be traded didn't work out, but he did get Torrey Smith, who's a long ball guy, and now he can stop overthrowing Vernon Davis and can just throw to Torrey Smith. I still don't think this is good for anyone, though. And also, their 49ers have confirmed that Vernon Davis is staying. I don't know if that's good or bad. And sadly, linebacker Patrick Willis and probably defensive lineman Justin Smith are both retiring this year. Yep. Massive restructuring. Bye-bye, Stevie Johnson. Bye-bye. Sorry, Stevie Johnson. Sad. Colin Kaepernick will have no and more Michael excuses Crabtree. for Tory Smith on the team now. And Michael Crabtree's gone. Yeah. yeah. So now his bromance with Crabtree, he, it's going to be back on with Davis, you guys. It's going to be back on with Davis this year. I like Vernon. Smith. Yeah, I like, I like Vernon a lot more this year. Well, it's crazy, and it's just begun. So everybody keep an eye on your <laughs> computer because this free agency is not over yet. Make sure to hop over to blog talk radio backslash her fantasy football and sign up for our podcast and on iTunes. If you'd like to see what we're going on between those shows, subscribe to herfantasyfootball.com for our articles and fun stuff. And make sure to chat us up on Twitter. We like talking to you at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. Until next time, no more faking it.